Hi guys. So today we will be reading a segment where the director will tell us how to instigate an imagination. So uh, for people like me who is like very bad at it, uh, this was quite useful. So let's see what the director has in it for us. Here we begin. An actor prepares by Konstantin Stanislavski, chapter four, which is imagination, and part five. Let us make an imaginary moving picture," said the director as he came into the class. "I am going to choose a passive theme because it will necessitate more work. At this point, I am not so much interested in the action itself as in the approach to it. That is why I suggest that you, Paul, are living the life of a tree." "Good," said Paul with decision I am an age old oak I am an age old oak however even though I have said it I don't really believe it in that case suggested the director why don't you say to yourself I am I but if I were an old oak Set in certain surrounding conditions, what would I do? And decide where you are in a forest, in a meadow, on a mountain top, in whatever place affects you most. Paul knit his eyebrows and finally decided that he was standing in an upland meadow near the Alps. To the left, there is a castle on a height. What do you see near you? asked the director. On myself, I see a thick covering of leaves which hustle. They do indeed, agreed the director. Up there, the winds must often be strong. In my branches, continued Paul, I see some birds nest. The director then pushed him to describe every detail of his imaginary existence as an oak tree when leo's turn came he made the most ordinary uninspired choice he said he was a cottage in a garden in the park what do you see asked the director the park was the answer but you cannot see the whole park at once you must decide on some one definite spot what is there right in front of you a fence okay what kind of fence he was silent so the director went on what is this fence made of what material cast iron describe it what is the design Theo drew his finger around on the table for a long time. It was evident that he had not thought out what he had said. I don't understand. You must describe it more clearly. Obviously, Theo was making no effort to arouse his own imagination. I wondered of what use such passive thinking could possibly be. So I asked the director about it. And the director said, In my method 
of putting a student's imagination to work he explained there are certain points which should be noted if his imagination is inactive i ask him some simple questions he will have to answer it since he has been addressed if he responds thoughtlessly i do not accept the answer then in order to give a more satisfactory answer he must either rouse his imagination or else approach the subject through his mind by means of logical reasoning work on the imagination is often prepared and directed in this conscious intellectual manner the student sees something either in his memory or in his imagination certain definite visual images are before him for a brief moment he lives in a dream after that another question and the process is repeated so with third and fourth until i have sustained and lengthened that brief moment into something approaching a whole picture perhaps at first this is not interesting the valuable part about it is that the illusion has been woven together out of the student's own imaginary images once this is accomplished he can repeat it once or twice or many times the more often he recalls the more deeply it will be printed in his memory and more deeply he will live into it however we sometimes have to deal with sluggish imagination which will not respond to even the simplest question then i have only one course open i not only propound the question i also suggest the answer if the student can use that answer he goes on from there if not he changes it and puts something else in that place in either case he has been obliged to use his own inner vision in the end something of an illusionary existence created even if the material is only partially contributed by the students the result may not be entirely satisfactory but it does accomplish something before this attempt has been made the student has either had no image in his mind's eye or what he has had was vague and confused after the effort he can see something definite and even vivid the ground has been prepared in which the teacher or the director can sow new seeds this is the canvas on which the picture can be painted moreover the student has learned the method by which he can take his imagination in hand and ply it with problems which in his own mind will suggest he will form the habit of deliberately wrestling with the passivity and inertia of his imagination and that is a long step ahead so guys this was end of part 5 of chapter 4 So in this particular segment the director gave an example where a student can instigate his imagination so suppose for any of us we can imagine that um 
we assume that we can be a car or we assume we can be a candle or we can assume we can be a guitar whatever it is so we can assume but still if we are not able to assume that what we can do is we can say it to ourselves that i am i that i am myself only but what if i am a guitar what if i am a car and then what you can do is you can imagine the external circumstances around it and the details of where it is kept where it is on all the details so you can try out these things and instigate your imagination and one important thing what he wanted to say is that with your inner inner images you can create an illusion and try to pictureize different things so it's just you have to try and think over it deeply so that is it guys uh, i'll see you tomorrow